right it's the five tool podcast we're back kicking it with you on a wacky wild wednesday we are 16 days away from opening day of the 2020 mlb season if it does in fact get underway welcome back let's say hi to everyone around black josh you good i'm good i'm the butcher i'm the host here and i am i am good and we are welcoming welcoming in a special guest again today we haven't talked to him in quite a while so we're very excited to bring him back on we got eric agnew from the miller park minute eric you good all right all right all right all right and yes seamus is not with us today i believe he's hauling a, a freight of weasels down to to pennsylvania or something i'm not sure he's always up to no good uh, but eric glad to have you back haven't heard, well, we haven't had you on in a while. I noticed you've been quite busy online. You were at Miller Park today. Tell the folks what you've been up to. Uh, not a lot. I mean, obviously with COVID, we're, we're, we've been pretty well shut down of any kind of news or anything on the Miller Park Minute. Uh, done a couple podcasts. Nothing, nothing too, too in-depth right now. We're just waiting to get a season started. I do have an upcoming uh, video of the uh, five things I do not like about the rules for this 60 game short season. Ooh, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's a working title. It's not exactly the, the for sure title, but we'll, uh, we'll be popping that out here maybe tonight. Um, yeah, that's, that's really it. It's, Working on uh, expanding the little part. Man, it got a little more active on Twitter lately. Yeah. Uh, the Twitterverse is a scary world. Yes. Uh, it's a, it can be so negative, you know? And, you know, I go out there and uh, Miller Minute on Twitter, for anyone who doesn't know, um, I go out there and I just try to spread positivity in a not-so-positive Twitter world. Yeah, Twitter's dark. I actually stopped using it. We don't use it enough here at Five Tool. We should, but I stopped using it almost completely just because, yeah, it is a very negative place. And, I mean, me personally, I'm more of a positive person. Um, but, but I mean, I get, I get why people are negative about the season. And I get why people are negative about the state of the world today. But it's a dark place. But here at the Five Tool, we try to spread a little positivity among the dark stuff that's going on in this world today. Like I said, 16 days to opening day. We will. I think we'll at least see baseball start this year. Whether or not it's gonna go th- throughout sixty games in a postseason, I don't know. I mean, things have gotten so weird. And another announcement came out just a few, like a, less than an hour ago, that there's sixty-six positive COVID t- tests in the in Major League Baseball right now. There's many players that are opting out of the season, but it's already going to be a weird season. So if a few players opt out, I mean, there's, it's already an asterisk season in my mind. So whatever happens, happens. I just hope we get some baseball. 
<laughs> really, I hope we get some good quality baseball. We, of course, had a scrimmage today at Miller Park. The Brewers held a scrimmage earlier today at 1 p.m. They live-streamed their first summer camp scrimmage. It was an intra-squad intra game. They did about five innings of, of baseball. There was some situational stuff. Craig Council said ahead of the, ahead of the scrimmage that, I mean, there, there could be some batters coming up on a 1-1 count or a full count just because they don't want to waste time. They want to get into situational baseball. They want to put some of their, their players in these situations, in-game situations, so they can be ready for the upcoming season 16 days away. And, of course, the Brewers are playing a, a, a summer camp game against the White Sox on the 22nd. I don't know if that's going to be televised or not. But um, among the pitchers who were scheduled to work today were non-roster invitees Shelby Miller and Justin Grimm. Justin Grimm, was, he's been touted as the non-roster invitee that's been turning the most heads. It's, it's sounding like... He had a great spring training. They like the work that he's been putting in. It, so, it sounds like he's going to be a part of this this roster ahead of the season coming up. Um, Eric, were you able to catch any of the, the the game while you were there, or is it hard to kind of see in at this point? I know they're not letting fans in. No, I mean, I wasn't there at that time. Oh. Um, but, it, I mean, you really, there there is a uh, a window in the back corner of Bella Park. I was out. If you go over to my Instagram, uh, you can see that video from last week. In one of my stories, I, I walked over there and looked uh, and kind of showed the view. There's not really much. And what I understand from another gentleman I talked to who goes there pretty regularly, he's the resident of Milwaukee. He said, he's ball hawk, actually. Ball hawk Sean, I don't know if you guys know him. But uh, he uh, he basically said that they're pretty much going to be blocking that off at some point because they don't want people congregating and, you know, the whole social distancing thing, so. Yeah, they don't want to encourage it. Somebody shared something with me yesterday. It was, because we had talked about recently on the show that the Texas Rangers were going to have concerts in their parking lots and you were going to turn into this, tune into this radio station to hear the concert if you can't quite hear it from your car. Why on earth are we not going to have these games on a giant screen in the middle of the Miller Park parking lot charge people $5 to pay to park and watch them ball. You can you can make some back some of that money that you lost in ticket sale revenue if you do that. And you know what? I'd turn up to... But they don't want people tailgating, I'm sure. Because you're not allowed to be close to people anymore because that's just the state of the world we're living in, I guess. Black Josh, what do you think about... Would you, right. would you pay... Would either of you guys pay $5 to go sit in Miller Park and watch a game on, on the screen? Yeah. I think I would, too. Just to be but around... I definitely wouldn't be sitting in my car. Yeah, no, I'd be... <laughs> I'd be throwing a ball outside, you know. <coughs> Eric, would you? Hell, pay I'd be paying. I'd be paying twenty five dollars. Now I pay thirty dollars, like a like a marquee game. I'd pay thirty dollars. I'd sit until I talk to people. I've already talked to people who are planning to go to Miller Park, even if they can't watch the game. They're going to turn on Euchre on the radio. I would do it. Yeah, I yeah. It's, no, no question. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I think too. I think thirty dollars is about the max I'd pay probably to go sit in the parking lot and listen to a game and feel the camaraderie and stuff. And they could even block off the bridges so nobody gets close to the stadium. You could do it out at the, you know, the cheap parking or the the, the standard parking. You could do it out in those lots. Block off the bridges. Nobody can walk and go stand by the field or whatever. And you can have security walking around saying with a six foot stick saying you don't go close to that person or something. You know, it's not a thing anymore. No, they're not doing the six foot thing. No, all that shit is done. I, it's still for now. I was gonna say because there's, there's still a lot of restaurants that say there's signs posted six foot distance yeah, but that's, rule. That's their choice, right? 
There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, there's no law. I know that. There's no law in place right now saying that people need to stay six. But no business wants to be the one that allows it and gets somebody sick. So it's it's yeah. It's kind of lame. I I shouldn't say that because I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't I don't know the the truth behind all this, and most of us don't. But things are weird. We never will either. We probably never will. Um. Another thing that happened since we recorded last is the Brewers announced their 2020 season schedule. They open up on July 24th at Wrigley versus the Cubs at 6:10 on ESPN. We're on national television. That was scheduled in the normal schedule. We were supposed to open up on Sunday Night Baseball against the Cubs, primetime game in front of the nation, while the Brewers still get their primetime game to open up the season. Now, looking at the schedule, there's a few things that, man, they don't work to our advantage. Granted, we have the Central schedule, so we're playing the AL Central for 20 games. That's nice. The NL Central's tough. So there's some spots in the schedule that, like, granted, we're playing an easier division in the AL with 20 games. There's still a lot of bumps in there. And the the ones that stood out to me the most is we opened the season on a six-game road trip. Really seven games if you count the game at Comiskey on the 22nd. Against, so we got the six-game road trip against the Cubs and, and the Pirates. And then we end the season on a seven-game road trip against Cincinnati and St. Louis. So we start on the road, end on the road. That sucks. There's only one day off in July after the season starts. There's only one day off for the entirety of August. And there's only four days off in September before that season ends on the 29th. This is a fucking sprint. I mean, yeah, but but at the same time, you're not doing all the extra traveling. It don't take long to go from right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, six days yeah. off in sixty games. But with you got the expanded rosters, and so you're going to start the season with the thirty. You go down to twenty eight after two weeks, and then after a certain period of time, they go down to twenty six. But it, yeah, I mean, and I don't know if the road trips are going to be as tough, like you said, Josh, because you're going to be traveling less distance. And you're oh, yeah, not gonna have you're not gonna have the the Cubs fans booing Ryan Braun all game. You know you're not gonna have oh, the, yeah, you you're not gonna have the fans factor. There's no fans. No, still be well, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing about this. How how tough is it gonna be when we're the team that's gonna have to travel the least? To travel what? Did you see that statistic? I posted that on the uh, Bell Park Minutes Facebook page. We are traveling. The least of any team because of our location. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, we are traveling the least. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's nice. I mean, that means a lot more nights that they could spend in their own beds and their own, you know. No, I don't know if they're allowed to stay in their own beds. Well, you know what I mean. In their, in their, in their, wherever they're. If they've got places to stay in Milwaukee, I'm sure. Yeah. Brian Braun's got a million-dollar condo or whatever the heck it is. He's not staying at, y'all. No, he's selling that. He he does have it up for sale. We talked about that on the podcast recently. We want to buy it. <laughs> right, right. But, but that doesn't matter. You can still stay. Yeah. Right. When it's up to sale. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the team has, like, the Fister blocked off or some hotel, you know, a couple floors on a hotel designated just for them. Right. You know, Completely, they're going to do everything they can to, <coughs> to try to prevent these players from seeing their anyone really. Um, another uh, another couple things about the schedule that I wanted to point out: we have a a, a really tough stretch. We have a ten game road trip going from August thirteenth to the twenty third against Chicago, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh. So a ten game road trip. 
I mean, that's pretty standard in baseball, but I'd say that that's probably the toughest stretch. Our easiest stretch is we have a nine-game homestand against Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. I think we go 9-0 in that homestand. I hope so. <coughs> um, are there any other things in the schedule that you guys want to talk about that, that kind of stood out to you that you'd like to discuss? Are you pretty happy with it? I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah. obviously our... I'd like to say this. I, I, I think that we are loaded for bears. This is the next video I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's coming up on the Miller Park Minute. Uh, it might be audio, podcast, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I am going to go in deep dive of how loaded we are for a season like this. A sprint, yes, it's going to be difficult, but at the same time, with the depth, mm. with the organizational depth that we have at every position. I mean, players like Brock Holt, Logan Morrison is going to be, I think he's going to be an upfront hero. Uh, I'm going out on a limb and saying it right now because look at what he did in spring training, and I know <laughs> Marcia, um was looking good, too. So, I mean, we've got... Uh, I thought we you know, disregarded some, spring training. Big, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Go on. But, but next next season, because this is the only baseball we've seen at this point. Right. I just... I, I don't know. I feel like we've got a good slew of talent where if one drops off, we've got somebody to slot in. You know, say somebody gets COVID... We can fill in that position pretty easily with one of five guys. I completely agree with that. So, I, th- I think we're, we're one of the few teams that is built for something like this. That if you lose a couple players, they, I mean, we proved it last year in the 18 of 20 stretch when Yelich went down. Like, our bullpen carried us. The, our utility men carried us. You know, like, we're so built for this. Like, this could be huge for us. Another team that I, I think as well, like the Rays, they seem to be able to throw anyone in their system and, and they just it just works. And we have and our bullpen is just gonna be so strong. They've carried us the last two seasons. I think we've improved our starting pitching. All these all these projections are putting us at thirty one wins and I just don't see it. I see us closer to the thirty seven, thirty eight range. What do what do you guys think? I told you I'm I'm, I'm calling it thirty eight. You're calling thirty eight? Josh said forty. He's very optimistic. I love that. <laughs> see we do spread positivity here. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I think we're more than built for this. And I, and I mean, in every position, you get, like you said, you got the Brock Holt utility man. You got, if Arcia sucks or he gets sick, you got Urias. Or if Urias stays sick and can't come back, you got Arcia. And you got Sogard, who can play multiple positions. You got the DH now, so you can keep Braun in the lineup and keep him in bubble wrap. You know I what think I mean? That's going to be the factor. That's going to be a big factor, you think? Keeping Braun, yeah. Yeah, give him Braun the DH. Focus on hitting. You don't even have to fucking run anymore, man. <laughs> you, yeah, just hit a dinger every time. Yeah, and now, and now he and like we've said, Braun is probably not going to retire after the season. He and with the DH, and if it stays in place, Braun can play at least forty. What are your thoughts on the DH here? Love it and hate it. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, I, I get Ryan Braun for a couple more years. I like that, but. <laughs> I hate it at the same time because that's not the game that I grew up to love. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot about the game that we grew up to love that's changing, and it's like we can either choose to continue to love the game or we can go watch hockey or something. I don't know. See, but I grew, <laughs> I grew up watching both leagues, so for me it's... Right. 
know, it's, it always pissed me off having to try to figure out why they did it in one and not the other. And it just didn't make sense. Yeah, and I've always loved that part about it, the fact that there was a difference. But, it, I mean, it's been inevitable for a while. This is going to happen at some point. The players want the DH. The, the managers, the, the owners want the DH. So it's just been an inevitability for some time. And I think, Eric, in five years, you and I are probably not even going to care. What do you think? No, I will. What did you say? I love pitchers. I, no, I will, because I always love pitchers hitting dingers. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the Reds will still bat Michael Lorenzen, because he can hit dingers. I don't see Mad Bum swinging a bat anymore. I think that's probably over. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I love watching pitchers hit, too, when they hit. But I also give, I mean, I'm also the guy, I'll go to the bathroom when it, when it's two outs and nobody on and you got Chase Anderson coming to the plate. And I'll, I mean, if I got to pee, I'll go during that. But yeah, We all know you always got to pee. But then again, you have the rare occurrence with the Brandon Woodruff knocking one off of Clayton Kershaw where it's just like, God, it's just, it's legendary and you'll never forget it. And it's, but that's the state of where we're at, <laughs> we're at today, unfortunately. And who knows, they still might throw Woody in there every once in a while. They might, they might. Just for the fuck of it. Yeah. I'd be down with that. But then again, you don't want to, you don't want to risk hurting your ace. You know? <laughs> nah, they'll, they'll throw him in there at least once. <laughs> um, next on the docket, um, I know you guys probably don't want to talk about this, but it has to be talked about. When the Brewers started camp over the weekend, no player tested positive upon intake. However, two players did not arrive on time due to the positive COVID test. These players are incoming shortstop Luis Urias and um, starting pitcher. Well, he's not a starting pitcher with us yet, but that's his role. Angel Perdomo. Both players have felt no symptoms and both are currently asymptomatic. Per MLB's rules for COVID-19, both players will have to test negative twice in a 24-hour period before they can rejoin the team. Now, the virus affects everyone different, so there's no guaranteed timeline that for either to return, and there's no guaranteed that tests even work. You know, you could have a false positive and stuff. So, Plus, big news that happened over the weekend. According to The Athletic, the MLB is reportedly having issues with testing at camps across the league um, from delays in processing those tests to many testers didn't show up over the weekend to their job. To, to work on the test. So that's why we finally got this report today about the 66 players. They've been having nothing but problems with these testing, these testings of the players. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Urias and Perdomo. So Arcia may benefit hugely from this, unfortunately. <laughs> He'll, I mean, he had the chance to be out there today, and Urias didn't. And it, it seemed like the, the plan going forward is plug Urias in there and see what happens. And now, who knows if he'll even be there on July 24th. What do you guys think of the positive test for COVID? I I think it's, you know, it's meant to happen. It's going to happen. Unfortunately for Urias, his uh, career has not been off to a good start. No. <laughs> with a wrist injury in spring training and with uh, now a positive COVID test. The guy is just got bad luck written all over him yeah. so um we're 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 not in a good good position there with that but at the same time orlando Garcia, and you kind of left um and i find that funny that you left but he kind of lucked into uh a good a good position there you know he kind of lucked into the fact that he's not competing as hard for his job yeah do you feel that as well? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, I, of course I love him, but I don't, I'm, I'm not living in a dream world or anything where he's batting 400 or nothing. Like, obviously, I know he's on the hot seat. This is the year. He's on the hot seat. And if Urias would have come out, you know, without a COVID test and, and balled out, we would have been finding a way to get rid of Arcia for sure. But this gives him another opportunity to, I mean, one, he, he's on on center stage now at shortstop. He's the guy until Arias has a chance to come back. So, I mean, I, I, unfortunately, that's what's happening now, and that's the reason for him to get this chance. But I'm I'm all for it, and I <laughs> I hope he does well. I hope they both do well. I hope Arias is healthy and gets gets his chance and does well enough, but not as well as Arcia, so we can use Arias to trade for a relief <laughs> pitcher at some point. <laughs> this fucking game. <laughs> Because um, I like RC and I spent money on a jersey and I don't want to be out 120 bucks from two years ago. <laughs> Josh, your thoughts? You're gonna be out 120 bucks. <laughs> Josh, your thoughts on Urias and Perdomo having the the cove? They'll be all right. I think. I mean, they're already not feeling symptoms, right? They'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, thankfully we're a team that we only had two positives so far. I mean, and nobody's sick, nobody's hurt on our team, so we can be thankful for that. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's to come. Yeah, not like Tanaka. Oh yeah, Tanaka. He got drilled by Stanton. Yeah, Eric, did you see that? Tanaka got yes, drilled. I did. Tanaka got drilled in the face by Stanton. Got laid out. That poor Yankees team cannot be healthy. They're they're so cursed. Everybody was talking like, oh, why don't they have the L screen out there? Da, 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 da. Well, it's because that's not how they pitch in real games. Yeah, you have to, yeah you have to you have to do it like an in game situation. You can't always have the L. You can't always have the net up. You know. Yeah, it's not it's not your coach right. sitting there lobbing little pitches in there. Like these guys are legitimately pitching, and that L is just going to be in the way. It's yeah, gonna fuck their delivery all up. Yeah, at some point you have to do an in game situation. You can't have all the pads. Okay, complete sidetrack. I was watching this weird thing on Fox. Okay, so I was watching the Yelich's second cycle last night on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Afterwards, they had a a special on how MLB players and coaches are what they're doing in the meantime, and they were showing the, the Yankees hitting coach, the female. I can't remember her name. She just got hired first female hitting coach for uh, the Yankees. I don't remember her name either. They but. were showing her in action. Dude, she's amazing. Like, she's beautiful. She's strong as shit. She knows her stuff. She had this iPad, and they had a batter swinging, and on the iPad, she was watching a, the batter's eyes. They had a camera focused just on the batter's eyes. She's watching where the guy's watching. That's how intricate they get with this training, that they're watching where the batter's eyes are at every tenth of a second during training. This is so crazy. It was, it was just really cool to see. And, I'm, and that's so cool that the Yankees, I mean, we, we didn't touch on it enough. I know we mentioned it on the show, but the Yankees, female hitting coach, she knows what she's doing, and that's really fucking awesome. And, it, and it's got to be really huge for her, a woman, to be standing up to Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Gary Sanchez, and just being like, no, you got to hold the bat like this. It's fucking awesome. I love it. My question is, how many of the Yankees... <laughs> how many of their bats has she held? Uh, that's what I want to know. Because I bet you that's a high number. <laughs> Why don't you show me firsthand how to hold the bat there, bitch? <laughs> Woo. Good thing we did that 23 minutes in. Right. Eric, we've been getting a bunch of shit from this guy on baseball talk because we swear too much. Do you think we swear too much? Um, <laughs> that's a yes. I mean, you know, as long as you're you're warning people that it's you know you got some curse words, I mean, it's pairs. All right. 
Uh, yeah, this guy was like, I'm going to stop promoting your page or I'm going to stop letting you share on this page if you keep swearing. So we we actually made an agreement here that we wouldn't swear within the first 10 minutes of an episode because we assume that's all he listened to. So if you're listening right now... <laughs> so, you're just breaking the analytics down. The guy only listens to about 10 minutes, so you're figuring you're okay. Yeah, yeah. So I figure he listens the first 10 minutes. All right, they're good. And then lets us go. I don't even think he listens to that much. Probably not. I think his I name is... Mark my, I didn't... Mark mine explicit right out of the bat because uh, you know that way I get no complaints and you know there's a lot of warriors out there whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever there's warriors that will track you down and find a way to leave a mark mm-hmm. and I'm just like tell with that I don't want to deal with that you know like. I had somebody on the Miller Park Minute Facebook page the other day. Um, because my wife is associated with it, they left some review that she's a racist, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it was just because she said some things about MLB giving attention to Juneteenth, which they never have before. And they like they automatically just called her a racist you know and that's like the go-to response not to get into too much political in the podcast here but so all she was saying was like like, people like to just go on people just like to do that you know what I mean they just like to um there's those people out there they're weird man I don't know I don't know what to say about it, I guess. Yes, yeah, it goes back to like kind of how we started off the show. There's just some people who are negative who want to watch the world burn and shit on people. Like what? So what your wife was just saying, I think it's kind of weird that they're celebrating it now and they never did in the past? Yeah, basically. That yeah. was her, her, her take on it. Basically, and, I, and, I, and I, I completely understand that take. It's like, oh, now that there's pressure, you want to do this. It's the same thing with the NFL. Like, oh, now that there's pr- pressure from the public, you want to go and be this big voice on Black Lives Matter when a few years ago you could have been the one to take a stand and you you sat quietly with your arms crossed. You know what I mean? It's like, it's because they felt pressure. And I, and that's a, that, that was insightful of your wife to think that way because, I mean, she's just seeing through the bullshit, that's all, right? <laughs> right, right. It, 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 that's exactly it. it. She was pointing out that organizations all of a sudden now care about causes. Right. And this person didn't like it and yeah yeah we're not we're not racist we like sports and we like to talk about sports and we have opinions big deal right (laughs) right exactly um but and i I hate to go here now because we just said that and we don't like talking about this stuff but like the the national anthem thing with with the nfl so now they're gonna have a black national anthem and a white one what a great way to make people feel together by having two separate anthems right Right. Like, how does that bring people together? And what about Hispanics? What about Asians? Are we going to have three hours of national anthems before every sporting event now, just so everyone feels included? Or we yeah. could just ditch national anthems before sporting events anyways, because we don't need them. Like, it's unnecessary. Other countries don't always do that. So why, why, why even do it at all? Why don't you just scrap the national anthem thing? We'll all sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game a second time before the game starts, and we'll all be happy. How about that? Right. Well, and you, you and I, one of the last podcasts I was on, uh, you and I and uh, Kyle had quite the discussion about language and stuff like that. And I think this all goes along the same lines. You know, we're we're talking about games and 
and things that are, you know, watched across countries. Why do other countries want to watch us sing the national anthem? And you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I think our, our our last discussion was, if I remember correctly, the one about uh, speaking English or not speaking English. Correct. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think I think it's just one of those things like. Now we're in such a weird world with all this that uh, it's just, I think we just cut it out. Cut it out so we don't have to worry about the offensiveness and the canceling and name changing and all that stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, what does sports have to do with patriotism anyways? To me, they don't, they're different. But then again, you know, like, they're going to have the Yankees and Mets play on September 11th. So, I mean, but that's cool. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I just think it's better off to scrap the national anthem than to try to include another one. Because then someone else is going to get mad and you're going to include another one. And then someone else is going to get mad and you're going to include another one. And before you know it, we're going to be just singing and there's, you know, sports. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and it's like... They'll turn into a rock concert. Yeah. <laughs> then they're... <laughs> okay. Maybe I'd, be, maybe I'd be down if you got, like, ACDC playing the national anthem or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's keep going on race and stuff. How about that? Name changes. Oh, Christ. With the change in climate and social justice in this country, some major sports franchises are feeling the heat to change their naming, their names and some mascots. So the Chicago Blackhawks, they're the first one I want to talk about because they're the, one I, the ones I didn't really know if they were going to do anything because I, I don't follow the NHL. But the Chicago Blackhawks are not going to change their name. The Blackhawks' statement is this. The Chicago Blackhawks' name and logo symbolizes an important and historical person, Blackhawk of Illinois' Sac and Fox Nation, whose leadership and life has inspired generations of Native Americans, veterans, and the public. He went on to say that the growing popularity of the team has given it a platform to speak out on issues in the Native communities, as well as raise awareness and celebrate Native American history. So the Blackhawks' logo is very similar to the Redskins' logo. They're, like, almost the same. But yet the Redskins are getting a lot more heat. Nobody seems to really be hounding on the Blackhawks too much. What do you guys think about the Blackhawks? Should they change the name, keep it? Nobody cares. No, not enough people watch hockey. <laughs> I wish we had Seamus on, because I'd love to know his opinion, because I'm sure he hates the Blackhawks, you know, personally. That's because he's a person. Pers- yeah. Personally, you know, and, and this may or may not be my feeling across the board, but I kind of think that that's fine. You know, whatever. They had the name. And the way they stated that, that was actually really eloquent. Where Was that off of, like, their official Yeah, that, that was their, their official or? statement. It was really good. <laughs> that was their official statement. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, maybe if the Redskins would have taken that angle... Because they said we're not we're not named after a tribe. We're after named after one specific person. Like you can't argue that if the if that specific person isn't alive here to fight you on it. So yeah, I think the Blackhawks were smart on that one, and I think they did the right thing. Yeah, uh, and yeah, with the logo being similar to the Redskins, we'll talk about the Redskins in a little bit. <clears throat> Next, the Braves. <clears throat> the Braves will not be changing their name. I'm very happy about this one. Um, the Braves' statement is as follows. The Atlanta Braves honor, support, and value the Native American community. That will never change. The Braves do not intend to change their name, though discussions about the team's use of the tomahawk chop, chop are ongoing. Of course, 
Last year in the NLDS, you, I don't know if you guys remember this, St. Louis Cardinals reliever Ryan Housley. He is of a Native community. He was born on a reservation. He, he was mad about the tomahawk chop, chop, and when he came out in Game 2 of the NLDS last year, the Braves did not do the tomahawk chop out of respect for him, but they did do it throughout the rest of the playoffs. They didn't, they didn't stop. Just for him, they did. But the Braves will not be changing the name. Why does he not like that? Because he thinks it's, it's offensive and degrading. To native people to do this and chant. Is he, is he the only one who thinks that? I'm, I don't could, you, could you physically describe the tomahawk chop for the audience? Yes. Okay, so you you pretty much make your arm into an L, right? You have your your palm face face out, you know, flat, fingers together. I keep I keep my thumb touching the rest of my hand. Some people keep it out. I guess it would make it look more like a tomahawk if you keep it out, maybe. And then you chop it up and down. <laughs> And how's the song go? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sounds alright. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> and they do that, and that is how. It's it's awesome. It's great. It's fun, and I think they do it at Chiefs games too. But they're probably gonna scrap the tomahawk chop because if you want to keep the name, I feel like they have to move on something. But the Braves. I was just thinking. I was just thinking about Major League. Yeah, they did a major league. Well, yeah, they had the guys in the outfield that dressed as Indians and the drums and stuff, right? Yeah. That was great. Are they going to cancel major league now? Yes. Oh, fuck. No, they'll, right. just, they'll just edit that part out. Yeah, they'll edit the Indians off their jerseys. Yeah. They'll just blur it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's, that's, that's this cancel culture, man. I mean, they're getting mad about... They got mad about Jimmy Fallon doing blackface in, like, 2001 or something. It's like... This wasn't happening in 2001. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. It was happening. Just wasn't being broadcast. Right. Wasn't being broadcast like it is. Now. We're gonna get canceled after this episode. I know. Probably. It. But it's okay. So for the Braves, I. I mean, we all have personal love for the Braves. They. They're the only team to win a World Series for Milwaukee. They had Henry Aaron, the greatest hitter of all time, the greatest home run, the greatest power hitter of all time was a Milwaukee Brave. This is us. And you know, Braves sounds respectful to me, doesn't it? Like. To me, I mean, Braves, Braves... I don't think they should change anything. I think they should fucking advertise and promote the fucking Tomahawk Chop. <laughs> the fuck We're so here. canceled. <laughs> but a Brave was an, an Indian soldier, who would, a man who would go to fight. The ones who would be the warriors. So, they, I don't know. I think that's cool and respectful. They have some of the best uniforms in baseball. They're one of the most storied franchises in baseball. You're going to have a hard time changing the Braves. So, I'm glad they're staying with it. I, they, fuck the tomahawk chalk. They can still maybe do the song, but maybe just don't do the, the hand gesture. What do you guys think? I just told you what I think. I know what you think. Are you happy with uh with the Braves, Eric? You good with that? Yes. Right. Keep them. Keep them. I'm with that, too. I agree with that. So next, we have two more to go. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry for this. The Cleveland Indians manager, Terry Francona, Tito, says it's time the team changes its name. The team has been called the Indians for 105 years since 1915, but with immense pressure on the team now, they will likely be changing the name sooner than later. They ditched Chief Wahoo after the 2018 season. Now it's just C on their fucking hats. But they're, they're going to they're gonna change. It seems almost inevitable. We will not have a Cleveland Indians anymore. So I'll go to you guys. Number one, your thoughts on it. Number two, what you think they should change their name to. Black Josh, you first. I don't think they should change it. <laughs> but if they were to change it, what would you call If you own the Cleveland Indians and you had to change the name, what do you call them? Is this what we were talking about in the group chat? Yeah. 
Yep, Cleveland carries then. The, what is it? Cleveland carries. Oh, the, yeah, he says Cleveland carries because of Drew Carey, and we love that show, and it was so great. <laughs> um, Eric, what do you think of the Indians? Pretty much, it's almost inevitable that they're going to change their name, and do you have a suggestion for the name change? My, my vote is for Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, Rock and Roll Hall of uh, Fame, the song. And uh, I think that would be a solid one because there's also that, you know, that song. That and quite frankly, well, quite that... frankly, this, this one is, again, I can't believe they've gotten this far with this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they got Chief I guess, can you explain to me where the offense in this whole, you know, like, okay, not that... I'm going to use this example. Miller Park. So, let's say it stayed Miller Park and Ampad didn't, you know, when the... Is there, would there be a point where beer would get offensive and they would change the name because it's named after a beer? Well, you don't even, I have, mean, you don't even have to go Miller Park. You can say the Brewers. Like, if, if, they, if we get... I like where you're going with this. I want, let's travel down this path. So, if we had another instance of where alcohol gets banned, like in the 20s... Will the Brewers have to change their name? If it happened today, they would. Right. Because we're named after beer, and we might hurt someone's feelings. But I think Budweiser should say something. Because <laughs> it's Miller Park and not Bud Park. Right. It's like, how? where do you draw the line? I, I think that's what you're trying to say here, Eric. Where do you draw the line? What's, yes. what's going to not be offensive to people? Okay, the Indians one in particular. I'm not... As upset about this one. If the Braves would change their name, I'd be more upset than the Indians. Here's here's the only reason why. It's kind of ridiculous. The fact that Christopher Columbus came to this continent, thought he was in India, and called the people Indians, even though they're not, and yet it just stuck with us, but they're not from India. Like, I don't even know why we're calling them Indians anyways anymore when they've never been Indians. So maybe that's why this one's offensive to people. I don't know. That's the only reason. Speaking of Christopher Columbus, I've got a funny one that I heard on the news today. Okay. Did you hear Columbus, Wisconsin, they have now petitioned and voted to remove the statue of Christopher Columbus. Yeah. And, and they did it. They put it in storage. The town is named after Columbus. <laughs> Why wouldn't they, like... Where, where are they on canceling the name of the town? I'm sure they're on the way right now. I'm sure they're already having a board meeting right now about changing the name of Columbus, Wisconsin, and probably Ohio and all the other Columbuses in the nation. I mean, Christopher, oh. I mean, if you do look into Christopher, Colum- Christopher Columbus's past, he was kind of a shitty person, but still, like, wh- how, where do you draw the line? Like, Nobody would be here if it wasn't right. for Christopher Columbus. Right. No whites would be here if it wasn't for Christopher Columbus. True. The natives would still be the here. The natives would be here, yeah. And they would still probably have their land, too. And that's the, the Land of Lakes one, man. That one's funny. You take the Indian off and keep the land. How ironic is that? Yeah. That's a slap to the face. <laughs> it's a guy. slap to the face. I'm more pissed off about that than anything else. <laughs> you, keep, you take the Indian away, you keep the land. Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. Well, it's like a lot of people ask me. A lot of people ask me. They're like, well, what are you going to do when it changes to Ampam Stadium or Ampam Field? And I'm like, dude, it was the name of the show when I created it. It's always going to be the Miller 
not going to change all of that just because the name of the stadium changes. No. To me, yeah, it'll right. always be Miller Park because that's what it was. That's what it was built at. Yeah. You know. Right, and that's that's what it's always going to be in our hearts too. I mean, and why would you change a name that sounds good like the Miller Park Minute? Like, why would you change that? Yeah. Right. It's got zip. It's got snap. The Miller Park Minute. Yeah, you're not going to be the Brewers beat or some shit like that. Like that. You know. Yeah. So of course you're not going to change your name. Um, let's do the last one. Walmart, Nike, and now Amazon have all pulled Redskins merchandise from websites and stores. This is after Target's already done it. Basically, every store has pulled Redskins merchandise except for NFL.com. They have not pulled it yet because they want to make as much money on them while they still can. FedEx, who owns the naming rights to the Redskins Stadium, is threatening to pull its sponsorship with the team unless it changes its name. That's like worth $200 million or something. Um, They'll find somebody else. I guarantee it. The Redskins are changing the name. The team may not have time to make a complete shift before the 2020 season gets underway, but it seems inevitable that the nation's capital NFL team will soon have a new name. I just hope they keep the colors. I think the Redskins whites are so sexy. I love their colors. I love their uniforms. I love that imagery on the helmet. I love everything about the Redskins except the team and the owner, honestly. I, I... I don't like the name, actually. I could give a shit if they changed the name of the Redskins. You know why? Because they were a shitty franchise anyways. You know what I think they should do just to fucking really piss I say we just cancel them. Oh, wait, no. No. No, don't. We can't cancel them. Because the Cowboys are in their division, so we can't cancel them. <laughs> but I don't care. They can call themselves whatever the hell they want. You yeah. know? I, I, the, the thing is, they let it get to where they let it get to. Yeah. It, we wouldn't be having this discussion right here, right now, if, you know, like my stance on the Miller Park Minutes enabled by YouTube show and podcast and every other platform, if I wouldn't take a stance on it, you know, if you would be firm from the get-go and be like, they would have said, hey, uh, we should change your name. It's not right. No. God damn it, No. There, I added to the curse word. Yeah, you know, right. take a stand. Yeah, as an owner, as the you know the franchise, take a freaking stand. Like Josh, what were you gonna say? I think they should call them the Washington Trumps. The Trumps, just to really <laughs> fucking piss everybody off. The Redskins one is the they changed their name, right? The Redskins one is the only one that sounds racist to me because you have skin. In the title, red skin. Like, that's blatantly a racial thing. So I'm okay with it. And they're a shitty franchise with shitty ownership that doesn't care. I mean, I could give a shit less if the Redskins change their name. But I, I do hope they keep the colors. I like the colors. Um, if they're going to change their name, they're probably going to change their colors. Yeah, they're probably going to go red, white, and blue because they're fucking nation's capital. And it's so boring that every team wants to do that. They won't do that. <laughs> I don't have a suggestion for the Washington Redskins. I just say you scrap the franchise and give another city a team. <laughs> Honestly. They're running out of room. Just make that automatic W for anybody that plays them in their division. Yeah, scrap. Yeah. If they don't, that's what Roger Goodell should do. He should be like, the Cowboys get a win, the Eagles get a win, the Giants get a win, if you don't change your name. Actually, two, because it's two games against each divisional opponent. <laughs> you get you go two and a yes. Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, this one's inevitable, though. I saw something just before I started show prep today saying that they are trying their best to get everything 
the, the imagery changed before the season. They may not have uniforms and helmets and everything in place around the stadium and all that. But it's happening. There's no more Redskins. That's done. It's done. They got them. They're going to come to the Packers, too. Because you, the, 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 Anna, na- the Nationals better change their name, too, though. <laughs> Go back to the Senators. Yep. The Packers are going to be next because you know why? It's going to be all the PETA people. Because the Packers were a meatpacking team, you know? That's where they come from. They were a meatpacking factory that played football. I thought they already tried that. They might have. And they'll get them. They'll get them at some point. Aaron Rodgers will be like, I'm a vegan. (laughs) Oh, fuck. He'll be like, I'm a vegan. I think it's disrespectful to the cows (laughs) and the veal. I'll stop. I'll stop watching them. (laughs) If if, if Rodgers comes out and says... What about the Chiefs? Yeah, Yeah, I'm surprised the Chiefs. I haven't heard anything. The Chiefs and Mahomes in their $500 million contract. That's so. You, awesome. tell me, you, you already We're talked about that, right? Well, it's up to five hundred with incentives. It's up to half a bill with incentives. He deserves every penny of that. And and of the best, I think you posted the meme, Rob, didn't you? About uh, Bobby Bonilla will but, still be being paid after that deal's after done. Mahomes. Contract is over. That's amazing. It's so amazing that Bobby Bonilla. We did a show on Bobby Bonilla Day, and I actually did some reading on it because I didn't, I didn't under, fully understand what was going on. Well, apparently the Mets had a bunch of money invested with Bertie Madoff, and he had like promised this big investment was going to pay off. So they they figured that they could do this deal and they'd still be fine. Well, Bernie Madoff, of course, went to prison in two thousand nine and is going to be in there. Well. For the rest of his life, he's got a jail sentence until like twenty one thirty five or something for all the money he's he ripped off. So the Mets had bad investments, and that's how Bobby Bonilla happened. And he's he's that's so awesome, the Bobby Bonilla thing, because yeah, twenty it was twenty years of twenty five years of payments of a million dollars every year. I think it's. I, I say this every year. I want to know, and I said this to a friend in serious conversation. I want to know if he's like the rest of us, where he gets down to like. Ten bucks left, and he's like, "Do I put some gas in the car, or do I get a burger?" You know, I'm sure like, he does. I'm sure he. I got, got that deposit tomorrow, so like. I'm sure he does that by September. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Would you rather have that? I think it equates to like five million, or what's what, I forget what the total amount. I think it's like thirty some million dollars. Would you rather have a one lump sum, or would you rather get paid off yearly, like that? I would stomach. rather I would take one. Well, one lump sum, I'd spend it all. I'd be out of money. I'm with you. So actually. I'd have to get. I think I'd have to take the million a year. No, no way. I'm too irresponsible. Right, I, I need to have an allowance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. You can set an allowance for yourself through your bank. Yeah, you can if you're disciplined and don't right. cut it off at some point. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that, but. Well, you're smarter than me and Eric, though. You're black. I just. I just won't be stupid. <laughs> I would spend a lot of it the first day, but that's because I'd buy a house and shit. Yeah, buy your house, car, buy your, yeah, go clubbing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I got one more for you guys. One okay. More. One more topic. Oh, one more, one more? No, not a I, team. I, can team. I ask, I, I have a question about money. You go first. And I don't know if you guys covered this, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have been saying, and I covered this on the Miller Park Minute, uh, that the players are greedy. No. Now, yeah. now, I'm sorry, I don't know what you guys' salary is, but it's not my business, I don't care. But 
if if you were only paid twenty five percent of it for the rest of the year, be pretty pissed off and not want to play too. Yo, Eric, man, we did ten shows <laughs> on this topic. The guys got so mad at me and were so tired of talking about this. It was like every single show. Yeah, I'm completely with you, man. Like the owners, every every MLB franchise has gained like by a almost like 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 half a billion dollars in the last ten years. The players, yeah, their salaries go up, but they're not getting any of the extra revenue. All these teams have been making more and 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 more money, and now they want the players to take a pay cut after they already agreed on something. And now they got the sixty game season that they they admitted they were never going to negotiate on. They, the players were saying 70, the players were saying 80, and, and Rob Manfred came out and said it was never going to be more than 60. So they're the ones who held off the season this whole time. The owners. It was all the owners all along. It was never the players. That doesn't mean that the players aren't greedy. Manfred's such a tool. Yeah, he is a tool. I, I don't think the players are being greedy. They're, I mean, from their perspective, I'm putting my risk on the line. I, I'm putting my health on the line. I'm leaving my family to go in this this hotel room for, for 60 days and I'm making way less than I'm, than I should be making. And there, there's a lot, a lot of factors to it, but I understand your point, Josh, too. Play the fucking game. And that'll take us, that'll be a segue into our next topic. That's the thing though, because we're not playing baseball for a living. Yeah. So our situation is way different than theirs and they're already making so much goddamn money. So. Yeah, but when you, when you're making that kind of money, Josh, you got big money problems. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, yeah, your mortgage may be $1,000, but there's probably $45,000 or $50,000 a month. But there's no guarantee. Yeah, they, but... There's no guarantee with ballplayers. They're, they're many of their, most of them play three-some years in the major leagues. You get that payment for until you're at best 35 years old. You still have the rest of your life to have to have money for, too. It's, it's like you have the rest of your life to make money for. Also, you're the top of your field in the world at what you're doing. If I was the best doctor in the world, I'd be making that kind of money too, or something close to it. The best people at what they do make a lot of money, if you're the best in the world at what you do. And these guys are the best in the world at what they do. And we buy the merchandise. We we watch the TV. We tune in. We buy the cable contracts. You know, we do all this stuff. We're supporting it. We're all part of this. So if we don't like that they're making the money, we can boycott it. We really can. We're the ones with the power, ultimately. Same thing with the government. And, you know, like, we're the ones ultimately with the power. We choose to, to seize it to somebody else. Uh, it's... Agreed. But. Disagreed. That brings me to the final topic of the day. Cowboy Joe West. And, albeit, I'm the one who's on the side of the players. And, like, you shouldn't have to play if you don't want to, if you're scared or whatever. Joe West, Cowboy Joe West, the umpire, the infamous umpire who's 67 years old, despite being deemed a high risk by, by an MLB evaluation team due to his slightly elevated blood pressure and sleep apnea, Joe West will participate in the 60-game MLB season. Now, this is what Joe West said, and this is just great. He says, if this game hasn't gotten me by now, no virus is going to get me. I've weathered a bunch of storms in my life. I'll weather another one. I don't believe in my heart that all these deaths have been from coronavirus. I believe that it may have contributed to some of the deaths. I said, I'm not going to opt out. I'm going to work. And I'm going to work until you take me off the field or I get hurt. Whatever. I'm working. So Cowboy Joe West says he doesn't care about the risks. He's going out there and he's going to piss off those players by calling bad strikes. <laughs> Anyways, he don't care. God bless Joe West. God bless Joe West. I'm with you. Yeah. 
So like I said, I kind of feel like a bit of a hypocrite because on one end I'm like, yeah, Joe West, I love your attitude. But I'm also like, hey, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, if you don't want to play, I'm okay with it. You got your ring, you know. So Did he opt out? Yeah, Ryan Zimmerman. Zim opt out. He's a fucking... How long are we in? He's a pussy. <laughs> a lot of players opted out, though. I mean, luckily no Brewers. Marquecas Zimmerman. Yeah, Marquecas too, yeah. David Price. David Price. <laughs> Not that he really counts, anyways. But. Yeah. The Dodgers will be fine without David Price, I think. Yeah, this is a, this is gonna be the year they win it because he's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was never with him before the season, but yeah, I'm all. He for, played last year, didn't he? He was wasn't he still at the Red Sox last year? Yeah, because he went with the Mookie Betts deal. I thought he went the year before. Okay. Yeah, he went with the Mookie Betts deal. I know, because it seems like it's been a year because we should have had baseball this whole fucking time. So yeah, it feels maybe that's what it is. But yeah, Cowboy Joe West, he don't care. I don't care either. He, he's going to go out there and he's going to he's gonna call outside strikes. And get yelled at. And shouted at. Before before his job is defunct after next year. So are the, are the coaches going to be able to get in the umpire's faces anymore? Or are they going to have to... Yes, I'm so six foot I'm so glad you said this. Oh fuck. <laughs> the Milwaukee Milkmen. Their their manager went out this was last weekend. He went out to argue a call and he was ejected for social distancing. For not social distancing. The first oh, manager in the country to be ejected God. for not social distancing was the manager of our own Milwaukee Milkmen. How about that out in Frankie? Nice. I love it. That's <laughs> so cool. That's beautiful right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, beauty. I think all three of us at the show, like, and even Seamus too, I'll include, we, well, including you, Eric, too. We all, we're all kind of the same on this. Like, we're kind of tired of this shit. Right? <laughs> like, we're just kind of tired of this shit. I'm beyond tired of it. And we're choosing to live our lives as we are. And, like, people want to sit and get mad at us for not wearing masks, whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to keep living my life. I'm just gonna keep doing it. It's 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 unfortunate if if someone gets sick on account of me, but I could have a flu and give it to somebody. I could have herpes. You have and, a higher death chance. Right. I mean, it's we live. We're humans. There's disease. Nature is trying to kill us from every angle at all times. Be it disease, animals, be it hurricanes, natural disasters. There's always things trying to kill us. But we're humans, and we're strong, well, and, we're, and we're resilient. <laughs> What do you got? How many cancers are there? Not to make light of cancer, but right. I mean, there's a cancer. There, there are so many cancers in this in this world, and they they can kill you in a heartbeat in a second. You know? Yeah. Both my uncles have had cancer. One of them's going through it right now. Right. Yeah. The other one's been cancer free for three years. So. Yeah, and death is awful. It's sad. Sickness is awful and sad. But you you, you don't hide. <laughs> From life because you're scared of death. I'm sorry. That's that's not a way to live. And it's not good for you. Either. Right. It's not good for you either. And it's not good to socially distance. We're social creatures. It's not good to not have touch. It's not good to not hug somebody. It's not good to not interact with strangers. That's all good. Like it's it's how civilization has gotten to where it is. Is because we communicate and we work together and we're opportunistic and we we're not and we're we're risk taking and we're not fearful. But now we're all trying to get... Yeah, but being social on social media isn't the fucking same That's thing. not so... Exactly, you're right. Being social that's on social not, media is not right. being social. You can't look into somebody's eyes. I actually didn't post when I was 
off work and socially distanced, I like posted less stuff during that time. Yeah. I don't ever post anything anyway, so. Yeah, I feel like I did too, because like I was, I mean, I was working the whole time, but it's like, just with my family, you know, still just doing stuff. Yeah. Not holding yourself up in the negative and looking at how scary the world is, and I don't want to go outside because there's stuff in the air that might make me cough. Sorry, yeah. Hey, man. Wow, we really took a turn. <laughs> I love it. Well, we'll co- we'll close it at that. Anybody else have anything else to say? Nope. We're, we're fucking canceled. We're go so- Brewers. Go Brewers. Go Brewers. Go subscribe to the Miller Park Minute. Yeah. Uh, Anchor. YouTube. Uh, there's going to be a video probably tonight. We'll see. Depends on how the upload goes. Yes. We're 16 days So I've been trying to do video podcasts. I'm going to tell you about this for a minute because it's really... So I've been trying to record the video session of the podcast because, you know, if we FaceTime, me and Kyle do the FaceTime or we do, uh, you know, Zoom or whatever it may be or like I did one the other night where I just did myself. And each time I have highly toted that we're now on video, right? Yeah. However, however... The, the size of these video files when you do a half an hour or an hour podcast that you record on your phone is so enormous that it takes like forever and a day to download, just to edit it, put it on the platform. It's just really, it's dissuading is, is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it's almost, yeah, like if it's going to take so long to... To, to upload it, it's almost like, damn. There might be a different way that you can do that, though. I'm not very tech savvy, but there might I be. I know. I've been looking at, I've been looking into different ways. I might, I might just do them live. I just might turn them into live sessions, because that way the video's there, and I don't have to do any editing on it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, and that's, like, how we try to do it here, too. Like, I mean, yeah, we don't do video, but I don't like to stop it and edit it after we're done. I like to have a clean show, and I don't want to have... Anything cut out because we're all that's the part that's the part of the point of the show is we want to be able to be uncensored and say what we want and say what we feel. Definitely not a clean show. It's not a clean show, but that's because we don't do that editing and we're we only want listeners that want to listen to us for who we are, not for because we're given the hot take or because we're this or that. So, but yeah, look look forward to to seeing your stuff. Look, I want to see some of these video podcasts when you get them going live. And we still got to get you, Eric, to play Seamus in the show. And we'll be talking about that soon to get that set up because that's something I still want to do. You guys have had enough time to practice. It's time to have you two face off. How about that? I've been playing a lot of Lego video games with my kid. <laughs> I, I might need, like, I might need, like, because I took, like, an off season from the show, kind of like with, with quarantine. <laughs> I might need to, like, have, like, three weeks to just prepare myself. You'll have a summer camp like the boys in the yeah. league. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, well, MLB the show summer camp. <laughs> yeah, MLB the show summer camp. I like it. Just no trombones. All right, um, no but yeah. <laughs> so that's it for the show today. Thank you so much for coming on, Eric. Thank you to everyone listening. We got real baseball to talk about very soon. Thanks for sticking with us through all this madness. It's been a lot of fun putting together shows in this quarantine time because I've learned a lot more about Major League Baseball history in the meantime. and We've gotten to talk about a lot of topics that we wouldn't get to talk about otherwise if there wasn't this going on. So it's kind of a silver lining in this dark, dark cloud that is the pandemic of 
2020. So thank you all for listening and sticking with us. Thank you to Eric from the Miller Park Minute. We'll be back Saturday, and don't widen the plate.